Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast, presents episode 815, Roadmap to Infinite Tangents, recorded live on March 10th, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your co-host, Godzilla T. And we are back after a little bit of a hiatus for the podcast. Um, we took the last week, was it just last week off or last two weeks? I can't remember. Just last week. Just last week? Because you, you were painting. Yes, which for those on the Twitch stream, I now have a finished wall behind me, not a half-baked wall with a whole bunch of stickies on it. Improvements to come for the viewing pleasure for streams and whatnot. But yes, finally have finished the three-and-a-half-year-long project of painting our basement. So, that's a new thing on my side of, of things. Oh, it's a pre-order. Okay. Uh, okay. little random tidbit from before the podcast. Um, but how's it going, GT? It's been a couple weeks. We don't have Haas, but... GT's here. It's been a hot minute. Indeed, it has. Um, what we? What's been the the deal with with you and Halo lately? Yet to be determined. No. Um, okay. <laughs> last week we did uh, MCC. Hmm. Okay, we a, we'll change the pace. At seven o'clock, we had a three way tie, so I flipped a coin and just picked MCC. Very nice. We had a couple of people join us. Pens was there. I can't even think who else showed up. Was it the keys? No, it was Confal. And then we had uh, one of our newer people that have been joining in, which I World apologize. World Charger? No. World Changer? Not World Changer. Another one? It's, uh, what was his name? I can't remember it now. The the younger person? I forget what his camera tag is, but yeah, Pins is drawing a point too. Master something, if I remember okay. correct. But anyway, uh, I apologize for not that We don't, ca- we don't rem- care. It's just, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Sometimes it's not that we of. don't care. I have the memory the size of a gnat. Anyway, short-term memory sh- sucks. She turned me into a newt. You would not believe how many times I have to listen to an audiobook to remember it. Oh. <laughs> no, That's I good. actually. Kind of mixing things up a little enjoy- bit. I actually enjoy the audiobooks, but yeah, last Friday was a trying day for me. Mm. Uh, I was really busy and I was really by myself all damn day at work. You mean? Yes. So I came home, played some Halo, chilled out and I just had a, it actually was a lot. I had a lot of fun. That's great. Uh, I, did, I wasn't having a real frustrating game night. Other than the number of Halo 3 games we got. I did get a random no-scope with a sniper in Halo 3. Of all things. Is that my bingo card? You praising Halo 3? Dang it, it's not. I wasn't praising Halo 3. I was just astonished at my luck. I would take it as a praise if if that was actually on there. That is not praising. Yes, Master (laughs) Dale. Thank you. 
Pins, appreciate that. Thank you, Pins. Um, Master Dale. Yeah, he's he, she, he is one he, of our new ones. Yeah, he's newer one. Very nice. He jo- he's joined in a he's joined in a few times. Yeah. Well, good. But glad your yeah, game night went better than time. good. Glad yours went better than mine. Um, my streaming setup wasn't quite done on Sunday last week, so. I just played some Halo Infinite with Ace and Bobby, and yeah, that was just that was rough. It was it was sweaty, very sweaty. Yeah, yeah. How's uh, uh, how's uh, Infinite running on your PC? It's uh, so I'm getting massive stuttering issues, like just playing normally. It's it's driving me nuts. You know, I'm kind of wondering. And this could be just a wild shot in the dark. I've been playing some Destiny lately. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it is just, I mean, hammering my CPU hard. Where I'm going to 100% utilization. I've been doing that in Halo Infinite. Well, actually, no. I haven't been doing that in Halo Infinite since release day. But yeah, this recently done that to me, too. I'm wondering if it's something with Steam in the version of the game that they have. I haven't tried the Windows. I haven't tried the Windows Store version of Infinite on this laptop yet. So, I mean, I have it. I just haven't tried it. It's not a bad idea. But yeah, it's uh quite interesting. No, I take that back. I have tried it. I I have tried it, but that initial login, the first time it logs in, I got tired of waiting. I wanted to play mm. some Halo, so I switched over to my Xbox. <laughs> Bobby says it's been doing that with his Windows Store version too. So, pegging your CPU, GPU. No, this the is pegging my stutter- CPU. N- I think he's talking about when I was saying the video stuttering. Oh yeah. Well, the and deal. I mean, the deal is, is I've got. I basically have Destiny set on low. Yeah. And it's hit my CPU that hard, and it wasn't doing it before. So I don't know if it's something with the Steam version of the game or if it's just the game. I don't know. But I do have my Halo Infinite Xbox set up now with my streaming PC. I installed my uh, Elgato 4K Mark II capture card into my streaming PC. Um, I actually got it set up for tonight just in case... I need to stream games tonight and everything is up and running with working. So I'll, you doubt I'll probably me? just wait. What you doubt that I would be here. We well, didn't respond to the tweet and it's been a couple weeks. So I just wasn't sure. Well, it's kind of hard to respond to a tweet when you're driving down the road and then you I, don't I get look that. at your phone to see that you got a message, <laughs> you know, cause Twitter's so good about giving you notifications. I mean, I get plenty of notifications from it every day. I'm constantly swiping notifications off of it. So, yeah, it kind of does. I get notifications for tweets, but no matter what I do, it never gives me a notification that I have a message. Sounds like you turned off a notification setting. Uh Uh-uh. All turned on. Every single one of them is turned on. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Multiple times, actually. (laughs) I've uninstalled and reinstalled it, too. That's frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. 
But I'm going to be <laughs> looking to actually buy a new motherboard and CPU anyway, so I can eventually make the Windows 11 transition later this year when they actually come out with... They're not calling it Service Pack 1, but it's their first major update, which I'm kind of waiting to for them to fix all the initial kind of bugs of the initial release. Yeah. Um, I won't switch until I absolutely have to. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about switching sooner rather than later so I don't get locked into having to have a Microsoft account to install. Because apparently yeah, that's going you to be a do. thing. It already is. I'm going to try to find a way around that. I'm sure yeah. there is a way. Because they still have to support corporate accounts. Yeah, though you'll have to buy a corporate license. And then they'll still make you sign up with some type of Microsoft account. No, they won't. They can't afford to do that. Uh, it's Microsoft. They, can, they can't afford to do that. It's Microsoft. <laughs> there, there's going to be exceptions. Where are they going to go? Where are corporate corporations going to go? To Linux? To Apple? No, they're just going to demand that Microsoft and have a all Microsoft that- has to. All Microsoft has to do is say no. They're not going to go anywhere else. There's nothing else mm. out there. Mm. Think about it. How integrated are Microsoft services in the companies you deal with? How many of you use Outlook? How many of you use Word? How many of you use OneDrive? I'm just saying there's there's reasons why they would need to support not having an account tied to the OS. Governments are going to allow that stuff. Just saying. Your company just upgraded to an XP four years ago? <laughs> the XP's an unsupported operating system? With how many known vulnerabilities out there? Wow, Bobby, that's scary. That's very scary. Uh, you have no idea how many ATMs and other pieces that are still running. XP. Oh, I, I know ATMs are, but, but like companies though, they like, I mean, DOS is even more secure than windows in some ways. <laughs> a lot lower attack surface than a full blown operating system like XP. Anyways, um, off topic. I can mark that off my bingo card. Anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, Halo Infinite's been very sweaty and frustrating. I am going to try the Tactical Ops event that just came out, see if I can actually like finish that since I actually haven't finished an event yet. Just to give it a go, it's probably going to be just a sweaty. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> starting to really question my fun in it, and like even the. Maybe with playing on Series X, it'll be a little bit better of an experience without having to deal with this frame rate and stuttering and actually have dedicated hardware to play on. Um, That might make it a little bit better, but when I was playing with Bobby and Ace on Sunday last week, even Fiesta was sweaty, Social was sweaty, Ranked was like... We went into Ranked, and it seemed just as sweaty, if not a little less sweaty, than Fiesta and everything else. So... (laughs) Well, you know, you know, people, I think a lot of people use the term sweaty wrong. And I'm not saying you are. I like, you know, when I'm playing a game, I like to play a balanced game. I want to work for the win. I don't want it handed to me. And I don't want it ripped out of my hands either. So what a lot of people call sweaty, I call a good game. 
So I will classify my sweaty as like having to, because I'll, I'll take the example of MCC and Halo Five, like being able to just kind of kick back. It's still a a good even fight, and you can still have a good time and, and lose. But in this case, it's like just getting decimated. So you try to pay more attention, be more attentive, and be more focused. And even then, you're getting hammered, or it feels like an uphill battle, even when the games are close. Like, I can't just sit yeah, back see, and, and relax. And with like MCC and Halo Five, I'd feel like even in games that I'm having to put effort in or or like play skillfully, I'm still able to kind of sit back and relax and play the game. Well, yeah, for me, every game's a challenge. Uh, you know, every time I decide to play multiplayer, I'm I'm already playing an uphill battle just because of my skill level. And that's the one thing I like about Halo is they've always done a relatively good job with skill level. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason I don't play PVP and other, other games. Well, at least the games that I own because they don't, they don't have anything there to help group people into similar skill ranks. And even on Frag and Fridays, you know, I'm I'm doing good until, you know, I I do okay, and I I have fun all night, but it gets more stressful once our higher skilled players start joining in. It makes it more difficult for me to enjoy the game because with their, you know, their skill, they're bringing in higher skilled players that. I don't know how to deal with. Well, I don't have the skill set to deal with, I should say. Sure. Those games to me are sweaty. And that's about the same kind of sensation. When when I play, you know, when I'm playing solo or with, you know, a small group of friends that are, you know, relatively close to my skill level, I don't want the game handed to me. I want to still work for it. I want to have to concentrate on what the hell I'm doing to win. For me, playing a shooter, you shouldn't sit back and relax. You are playing a competitive game type, whether in any game to any game type that you pick or any hopper you pick. It is a competitive game. It is designed to be a competitive game. If I want casual, I'll go wander around in Destiny open world. Or I'll go wander around and goof off in Infinite's open world. I'd say play Halo 5 campaign, but yeah, no. (laughs) Anyway. I still think there's a a more relaxed competitive. There's a fine line between a challenging game and a sweaty game sure and i I don't want to sound like i'm down on the upper echelon of people that play halo but it's just not our play style (laughs) it's it's it we like complain that every game they play is a sweaty game well then get bad (laughs) i've always felt that your skill level should determine the games you get and that your skill level should always be challenged. You know, every time you jump into a match of Halo, you should have to actually pay attention to the damn game. 
and understand okay what's going on. But like you're saying, it's a very fine line where it goes from that to being what I determine is a sweaty game when you basically are playing a game you have no chance of winning. And that's what it felt like. Because yeah. we were playing Diamonds, Plats, and Onyxes when we knew that all three of us were not that. <laughs> you were playing with who? So we were, and when we hopped into ranking, we hadn't done our placement matches yet, but we were matching up against Platinums, Diamonds, and Onyxes. Mm-hmm. And we all know that we're maybe gold Platinums at best. No, who are you playing with? Oh, Bobby and Ace. Okay. Bobby is the one that screwed it up. <laughs> but even with none of us being ranked, it shouldn't be putting Bobby's, us up against it, it's Onyxes. Still, it still looks at your MMR, your hidden rank. I don't know. It, it, just, I, I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's something that Halo's done for a while. Yeah, but it should take an average. Shouldn't be taking the highest. Yeah. Well. Anyways. So yeah, I'm not saying there. I'm not saying there isn't work that needs to be done. (laughs) But you know, like when they did the big update to Halo 5's matchmaking system. Well, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It it worked great. Uh, I don't know what they changed for Infinite. I don't know either, and it drives me bonkers because it doesn't feel the same. Mm -hmm. And I. Is that a population thing? Because the population's so low? Could be. Because we're, what, under 30,000 players now? On Infinite, across the world? Well, at least on Steam. Doesn't count for Xbox, yeah. but... I mean, that population dropped to a, 10% a, over two, three months. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. So, yeah. That's been my latest Halo experience. But, the week before that, Bobby and I were doing some Halo Wars general grinding. Which actually brings me to an ask, and that will mean I need to try to get this podcast out ASAP. We are considering doing a 3v3 for our final deathmatch game, just to kind of add a little flavor to when we actually get the achievement. So if anyone out there has Halo Wars 360 version and would like to play with us this coming Sunday, Bobby and I will be doing our very last deathmatch and we want to do it a 3v3 and just have some fun with it and actually try to see who would win. I get Bobby. <laughs> GT's already claiming to be on your team, Bobby. I'm not sure how we're going to do teams, but we're going to put a little feeler out there to see if we can get enough people to do 3v3 team or team deathmatch on Halo Wars 360 version. Got it. I haven't played PvP and Halo Wars in three years. <laughs> actually, no, actually, it's probably been longer than that. It's probably been five years since I've actually done PvP. Yeah, I've played around in the campaign, but I just no. I <laughs> I, I I doubt I could even remember any of my strategies. I've been looking up a couple of different strategies and, and like which leaders to choose them for what what things. I'm not sure which one I'm going to go with yet, but Bobby and I are basically going to get to the point where we are sure that no matter what the outcome is, we're both going to get the achievement uh, in that game. But that will be kind of the, the fun little icing on the cake, as it were, for us getting our general rank finally and 
in Halo Wars. That's your last achievement, isn't it? Very last one. Yeah. Cool. And then the only other 360 um, era achievements I have are the co-op ones for Spartan Assault that I need to get. And then all my 360 achievements will be done. I still need to do those. All right, so moving on over to some Halo news, we got a little update on what's coming up for Halo Infinite. Minus the content drought that's been happening a lot, and a lot of different people in the Halo community have been complaining about, and in a manner of speaking, rightfully so. There's been very much a dry spell as far as content and things to keep us engaged with the game and whatnot. Uh, they did announce that on May 3rd, Season 2 will be dropping. Unfortunately, co-op campaign still has some work to be done, so that is going to be delayed to sometime in the middle of Season 2 for release. They're still working on the Forge stuff as well. Uh, season 2 is going to be called Lone Wolves. Uh, there's a little write-up on Halo Waypoint talking about a couple of the Spartans that we'll get to meet in some of the cinematic stories storyline of the season two announcement. So similar how we had the season one with Lieutenant. I always forget how to say her last name. Uh, Agrina or Loretta Agrina butchering it. Yeah. Anyways, taking that narrative and continuing to expand on it. Similarly, how a lot of the different games as a service model type stuff does similar to Fortnite and, and whatnot. Uh, so that'll be coming. Uh, three for three is also put out a priority order of things that they're working on. So a lot of things as far as bugs and changes to the game that they weren't aware of that came out as a result of launching and getting into the hands of Halo fans everywhere. That is their number one priority. Then season two is their number two priority. Number three priority is working on campaign co-op forage and season three stuff. And all of this is being worked in parallel amongst different teams. So before you go complain to Microsoft and 343 saying, why aren't you working on this specific thing? Chances are they are, or it's in some kind of pipeline that is just behind some of these other more pressing priorities that they have. Um, the studio is only a finite number of people. So be a little gracious with them when you, go make your complaints to three, four, three. And I'm going to add one. I'm going to add one more thing to this. And this is the most important thing that can be said about halo infinite. The multiplayer is free. So give them a little bit of time. Yeah. There is enough content in there. You can slow down and enjoy it. I hear all these people say, well, I've already blown through the battle pass. Okay. How many days, how many hours a day did you grind it out to get the battle pass done? (laughs) It's a fair point. I am, I am like, I'm in the nineties on my battle pass because I'm taking my time and I'm enjoying the game. I'm on 22 with what they have. Do they have a full complement of playlists? No. And I'm not using that as an excuse for what the state of Halo is. 
But just remember, this game is provided to you for free. You have to you have to spend zero dollars. They are yep. working on the bugs to fix the game. I am with you that yes, it should have launched with more playlists, more game types, a better custom better custom games. Should have had co-op, should have had Forge. Should have had a lot of stuff. But the point of the matter is that it does not have those things right now. 343 has indicated that they are working on them. We don't know how many of, you know, how many different game types are working on, what those game types are, how many of them are a new game type or a new twist on a game type. But, you know, people, all I want you to do is just sit back and enjoy the game that you have right now. I'm not saying don't voice your concerns to 343. Do it respectively. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not be happy with the fact that there's yeah, little variety in content. There's nothing wrong with that. Just, you know. Yo, am I completely happy with this free game? No. <laughs> not there a lot of people complaints are. That I, there are a lot of complaints that I have. I have made my comments to 343. I have reported my problems to 343. I have not blasted them across the internet. <laughs> like about I have 30% of the vocal. The, I have used the proper has. channels to voice my concerns about the game to 343. Yep. That's what that's how you do it correctly. You don't blast them on Twitter calling for people's heads. No. You don't make a 25-minute video complaining about what Halo should be. Halo will never be Bungie's Halo again. Well, Halo will never be a previous Halo it, again. It's a yeah, it, They're past Halos because they're past Halos. Exactly. The game will continue to change. And as people that have been with the game since the beginning... We need to embrace the changes and give 343 feedback on the changes that are made, not demand that they go back to Halo 3. Well, and support them in making the changes. Or Halo 2, or Halo 1, or whichever Halo is your favorite. Because I will tell you right now, I don't want to play a new game that plays like Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo 5. Hmm. I want it to Tell be me why, its GT. own I want it to be its own game. And if you want to play those games, you can go back and play those games. As a matter of fact, Master Chief Collection, I believe is actually on sale right now. 60% off. It's the cheapest it's ever been. 60% off. So, yeah. if you love Halo 3, go buy the Master Chief Collection and play it to your heart's content. Yep. Anyways, to get off of a sour subject. Our, our soapbox is now closed. For, for this iteration. <laughs> it might be opened again. Uh, <laughs> there's two new maps coming with Season 2. There's a new big team map and a new arena map. The big team map is called Breaker. Kind of looks like a banished mining facility of some kind and then there is a new arena map called 
Catalyst, which is very forerunner the big team map is a little bit more open, you know, more vehicle friendly. Yeah. The big team maps we, that they have right now, don't get me wrong, they're fun to play on, but they're they're not really well, they're, I should say they're, they're, they're very, not large they're not large vehicle friendly. No. Well in Warthogs uh, and Ghosts, okay, but a tank, a wraith, not so much. Yeah. They're they're not Yeah, they're not like your coagulation or your standoff. Mm-hmm. Or your sand trap. They don't have those vibes yet. And with it yeah, being 12 don't... on 12, it wouldn't be nice to have a little bit more open landscape to mm-hmm. actually have a lot more of those kind of traditional BTB feels in a setting like that. Yeah. I mean, just take a, just take a section of Zeta Halo that we play in the campaign and make a map out of it. That'd be perfect. Take one of the banished well, bases, make a map out of it. I would like them to get a little bit more creative than that, but yeah. Well, as a starting point of some kind. But yeah, like I said, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the new maps. Yeah. They both look uh, interesting to their own right. I'm mm-hmm. definitely curious about... Uh, you can kind of get a little bit of a vibe, I think, for Breaker and what that's going to feel like a little bit. Catalyst, though, seems kind of... I mean, I'm getting a few different vibes. I'm kind of getting a lockout vibe and a constrict vibe mm-hmm. a little bit. Other than that, though, not too much to really glean on what the map is going to layout-wise be. But from a visual perspective, looks nice. It's got a nice amount of that forerunner sheen and metal and enough mm-hmm. kind of grime on there to make it feel realistic. So it's all looking very good. What's that... Uh the one of the new Halo Three maps that they brought over from the uh, yeah the talking about the yeah uh, it's the big ring one mm-hmm. uh, kind of reminds me of that as far as yeah the artist you know the art style mm-hmm. it does but actually yeah. that shot that shot actually kind of reminds me of a Halo Four map you mean Haven no not Haven. Oh, that was the one I was getting. That was the vibe I was getting. Yeah, no, this one actually reminds me of, uh, I mean, there, yeah, I can see where you can get the Haven vibe there, but it kind of reminds me the one with the big grav lift in the middle. Halo 4? Yeah. You know, the big golden. I'm drawing the blank. Or I guess it's not. It's not monolith. It's not a, no, it's not monolith. We it's played it Saturday. We played it Friday. I can't think of the damn name of it, but anyway. Going to search Solace. I it think does, that's it. It has more of an orange hue kind to it. A, it has some yeah. green to it. Yeah, it's Solace. Yeah, you got the two outside paths and two inside paths. You got the underneath. Mm-hmm. And you got snipers that face each other. Yep, that's Solace. The golden, yeah. But anyway, it just kind of looks that way for me. Yep. Yeah, I forget what the Halo 3 map is that we were talking about. Oh, water, waterfall. Is it waterfall? No, the other one. Okay. Anyways. Yep, so that's all coming up in Halo Infinite. So that's kind of the latest roadmap type thing that we have so far coming down the pipeline. There's a couple of new things regarding HCS. Uh, there's some openings for partnerships that they're doing, getting more teams partnered up. 
um, with the HCS brand. There's also a new super qualifier, super open, super championship format that 343 is doing for the split in the first season. So I guess they're splitting up the first year of HCS competition. So there's different ways for teams to get in for their regional finals for this first split. There's a qualifier, an open and a championship. And depending on how teams place within those three different events will determine how you get into pool play for the, the grand finals for your specific region. Different regions have different numbers of teams that will be eligible for each one. So if you're interested to see what more of the format looks like, um, that news is over on Halo Waypoint. Apparently, uh, Australia and Mexico have already done their first split for this season. And the North American one is coming up in April, the end of April, I believe. And that's going to be in Kansas City. Um, They are currently adhering to the same COVID guidelines that they did with Anaheim, which means no spectators at the moment. It's just teams, coaches, um, all the same kind of very low limited quantity of people that are actually going to be there. Um, They're going to continually evaluate that as time gets closer to the finals for North America to see if they will open that up. Um, A lot of areas, at least in the U.S., have started getting lax on restrictions that they have in place, so they'll reevaluate that as they get closer to the event. So if you're in around Kansas City and they make a change on that, then get ready to buy your spectator passes if you want to go watch some Halo in person. Hey, guess where I am? You're pretty close. You could go. I could. Probably won't, but I could. But you could, if you really wanted to. But if anybody comes to town, let me know. Maybe we can get together and have some dinner. Yeah. Get you some famous Kansas City barbecue. What? I'm. What is Kansas City barbecue? Is that pretty much ribs, pork based? That that famous meat? for? <laughs> Just meat. meat. <laughs> well, I mean, we do. Well, like Texas is known for for beef. Oklahoma is known for ribs. Well, we do we do pork and beef ribs. We do. You know, most restaurant restaurants have pulled pork. We have smoked turkey. Burnt, you know, burn ends. It's there's usually something you'll you can find to like. I just didn't know if there was like one specialty thing for your area. Most of the restaurants around here just they do quite you know they do quite a bit of stuff. I mean, most of them compete with either pulled pork or uh, ribs when they actually compete. But okay, so that's yeah, that's kind of what I or was bris- or brisket. I love me yeah, some those good brisket. Are three, those are the three big ones. But Pence is asking: Is Kansas City barbecue wet or dry? Well, most of them actually smoke them with a dry rub, and then at the end, they finish them with a sauce. Okay. So, both. Or the cold yeah. oily, yes, they usually, <laughs> they usually have a They usually have a pretty, a pretty good crust on them, but when they serve it, they usually add extra sauce. Okay. Which, you know, as soon as that I works. look at it, my blood sugar goes up 100 points. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm a little bit, depends on what kind of barbecue. If I'm doing things like brisket or ribs, I like dry rub. If I'm doing pulled pork, I like sauce 
mm-hmm. if I'm doing chicken, can kind of go either way with chicken. Well, the things I look for in barbecue, as far as the barbecue I like, I like a meat that's very tender, like yes. ribs. They should have enough that they should be have enough grip that when I pick up a rib, doesn't fall off. It holds it holds onto the bone, but I should be able to pull the bone out easily. Yep. I like. I prefer them to have a pretty heavy smoke ring. I'm not a big sauce guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do use barbecue sauce, but I usually like the uh, dry rub and the smoke to be the main flavors. So that's just me. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with that. Off topic again. But anyway. Hey, it works. It works. Squirrel. Squirrel. So, yep, Kansas City, if you're in the area, feel free to um, keep or keep a lookout. See if they actually end up selling um, tickets for spectators to come in and uh, and watch. I wonder where they're going to hold that. Uh, They're holding it um, while I close the tab. So let me bring it back up. Uh, Major in Kansas City is taking place at Kansas City Convention Center. Oh, okay. Bartell Hall A. Bartle Hall. Bartle Hall. Sounds pronounced. Sorry. Uh, This is going to be April 29th through May 1st. Yeah, that's not that far away from me. It'd be nice go. to see H- you know, a major event like that come to this area. It's been a while. I think Kansas... I don't remember if Kansas City was a stop during MLG. I don't ever remember having an MLG competition in Kansas City, but in the early days, I didn't follow it, so... Yeah. It's all good. Um, there's a new cannon fodder out, and it has a lot of stuff in here. Uh-huh. There's a Sonata an uh, actual synopsis for Halo Outcast, which was announced in the last Cannon Fodder, which is Troy Denning's new book, which will be coming out after uh, the Rubicon Protocol, which is slated to release August 9th of this year. Mm, I can't wait for these two books. And the Rubicon Protocol is going to be taking place as kind of side stories alongside the main campaign of Halo Infinite as well. Herspis describes in here a little bit that it's kind of taking some inspiration of how Halo the Flood was kind of a side... It, well, it was more of a direct in line with what the game was, but the Rubicon Protocol is meant to be more of a... This is a parallel storyline that's happening in conjunction with the Halo mm-hmm. Infinite campaign. So you'll see a lot of characters that are mentioned in the audio logs actually show up in the book, which will be cool to see. It'll be nice to get more story about Zeta Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll also be nice to get more story on the created storyline as well. So I'm I'm looking forward to both of those. Yep. Um, with Halo 3 ODST getting Flood introduced into firefight mode, uh, they took a look at some of the lore around Flood battle simulations, notably Spartan Assault. Mm-hmm. And kind of described a little bit about what the UNSC's current stance on Flood is. Uh, there was also a couple things that were locked into the original Halo Waypoint experience. 
So if you want to count this as a uh, a new book got announced pins, some that were in the visual narrative format have been created into PDFs that you can go and download from the this cannon fodder. So Halo Rebirth, and uh, there's another one too. Where did I see that one? I think that might be down here a little bit further. Yeah, Halo Sacrifice. So those are in PDF versions that you can now go download and actually read if you didn't actually see the visual narratives from before. And thank you, Pins. He's grabbing those for you in the Twitch chat if you want to get them from there. There's also a little more narrative blurbs about each one of the banished outposts that you come across in the Halo Infinite campaign. And here's a little thing I didn't really catch on before, but Salix's was not first appearing in Halo Infinite or even Halo Legends. Um, there's been some other references to Silex's before, which I, I didn't even realize. So there's a little explanation by Herspis there as well. If you want to kind of get a little bit more backstory on its importance within Halo canon. Uh, and then there's a little community Q&A down at the bottom as well, if you are so inclined to check that out. Uh, last thing. Well, let me let me touch on something that I didn't quite touch on for Tactical. Uh, week 1 for Tactical Slayer is going to feature the BR, Mangler, and Sidekick variants of the Tactical Slayer game type. And then Week 2 is going to be Commando and Stalker Rifles added to the playlist lineup. So it looks like for Tactical Slayer, you're getting one weapon primarily for getting headshots with. And depending on what the game type is, similar to SWAT and Halo 5, where you have the Magnum, the DMR, and the BR as different uh, SWAT variants, same thing for Tactical Slayer. You have these different weapon variants that you can come across in matchmaking. And the very last Waypoint article that we have is in celebration of International Women's Day, 343 posted an article over on their blog uh, featuring some of the women that have uh, really played an integral part in Halo, including employees at the studio, writers um, for all the novels. So you have Kelly Gay, Chloe Bear, uh, Cassandra Clark, Morgan Lockhart, uh, Karen Travis, the list goes on. And then you also have a new cat nameplate that you can get in Halo the Master Chief Collection by just logging into the game for, for this month. And that's everything from Halo Waypoint this week. So, a little bit of news. Nothing too big. A lot of just ancillary type stuff. And at least we do have a somewhat timeline of what's going to be coming down the pipe for Halo Infinite in the next few months. We do have the Halo TV series coming out in two weeks. So that's exciting. As far as what we might do podcast-wise, on OGT, if if you want to do what we did with like Hunt the Truth and do a podcast like the night of or the day after for some of these things, I'm n- but I'm not watching it. You're not? No, I'm not. Oh, I'm that's not right. Because you don't have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not unless I can find a way to watch it. That's that's a fair point. That's just you know I. I guess it's... like there's no point in getting the free trial until it's all out, so you could just binge watch the whole thing. Fair enough. If if yeah, you, I, if, I you just... if you even want to go that route of even trying to go f- doing the free trial thing, if it's I, even I'm kind of hoping I'm kind of hoping that they do something and let I don't know Halo Infinite owners watch it somehow, watch it or something. 
Halo Infinite campaign orders, maybe, since they've actually paid for mm-hmm. the game. Well, unless you have Game Pass. But still. Yeah. One little side note thing, not a f- Halo directly, but there was a Halo Mega f- uh, fan vote as part of the Mega Constructs event that they did. And Traxxas Tower is going to be the new, I think, signature series type set that they're going to be making, which is kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, and then they also made a Halo-themed Jeep Gladiator, and they gave that away uh, in conjunction with Rockstar. So that's all we're on the... Or Halo retweeted that from Rockstar. Uh, It's a Interesting looking paint job. I'm curious to see what you think about it, GT. I'll drop the chat here in Twitch if you want to take a look at it real quick. Sorry, saving pictures. <laughs> Always got to save them pictures. Hey, we can do this. They're nice little promotional pics. It's the Twitters. Yeah. Interesting bumper. Well, at least it doesn't look completely like a stock Jeep. <laughs> looks a little bit longer than what I'm used to seeing Jeep says well it's uh, their uh, that's their basically half ton pickup okay uh, you know it's it. they basically um, took the XJ or not H JK's the four door Jeeps and cut the cargo part off of it and turned it into a pickup Got it. Okay. In my opinion, they're just really overpriced, but that's just me. <laughs> don't get me don't get me wrong, they look cool and everything. I just no. Sorry. Well, figuring you're a little bit more educated about cars. Well, a whole lot more educated oh, no. about cars that than d- I am. That doesn't mean any that doesn't mean anything. They they fly off the shelves. Hmm. I've got a Jeep dealership not too far from me and if there's one on the lot more than two days, I'm surprised. Okay. Fair enough. I, I have no idea how many, how far backwarded they are. That's. Oh. You know, because, you know, the chip shortage and everything. Because <coughs> apparently when everybody gets laid off work, they go out and buy a brand new vehicle. Yeah. Because that's makes sense. Kind of like, you know, when everybody gets laid off work, they decide they want to restore their old Ford or their old Chevy. I still don't understand. You know, now the computer components, I can kind of understand because a lot of people shifted from actually going to an office and working from home that I can understand. Yep. But I can't. The amount of recreational spending that was done just baffles the mind. Well, I mean, people have more free time because you're not having to deal with driving to and from work so that's not the full picture but fair enough but we were going through a time where you didn't know if you were going to have the job the next day yeah some of it just does not add up you know uh, no i get it yeah i i totally get it totally get it matter of fact there's a lot of companies that have decided just to stay that way yeah we for mine's not one of them yeah from my work, um, either sometime in June or sometime in October, I'll be having to go back in. But they've updated our telework policy where you just have to go in basically once a week. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. 
<laughs> it's a lot better than having to go well, into I the mean, office three to four times a week. The company that my sister-in-law works for, they're actually looking at liquidating their buildings. Like most of them. I mean, if, you can, if you can do the work remotely. What, where they, you may only have one physical building in each state. If that, they, I've heard rumors that there might be basically regional offices only. That wouldn't surprise me. And, uh, you know, honestly, her job, yeah, it doesn't require a physical location to do most of the work that they do. You know, there are some things that, you know, require person-to-person contact, but, yeah, see how it works. Right. Maybe I can find one of them jobs. (laughs) Then I can sit here and pretend to work and play Halo all day. And then I can be one complaining about enough, not enough content. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's called Go Out and Get a Life, people. Life is not all about Halo, surprisingly enough. Anyways, that's going to wrap it up for the podcast tonight. Make sure you head on over to Discord for whatever our Fragment Friday is going to be tomorrow. It's always community's choice, so make sure you head on over and check out the community poll. If you plan on joining us tomorrow night, I will not be there. I have, or um, my wife and I are going to go out with some friends tomorrow that we haven't seen in a while and just spend some time with them. So I will not be there tomorrow, unfortunately, but GT will be, uh, and he will be hosting whatever the community decides or up to a coin toss. Again, if there's a a nice little tie at the end there, pins won't be there either. Yeah. I have no friends, but anyway, (laughs) by the way, the polls close at 8 PM. So whatever the vote is at 8 PM is what, vote is because he has to prepare the stream if you vote after that it doesn't change what we play exactly and don't be like frog butts and keys that go off and vote for a fourth option you can vote for a fourth option i don't care just won't won't get counted it just just doesn't count to anything yeah so, yep, go over to Discord, podtacular.com slash Discord. Check us out uh, for the community side over there. We also have our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram that you can go check out. You can also find us on Twitch, where we do the podcast every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Fragment Friday at, on Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then Achieving Halo on Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That time might be limited, depending on when I actually have to start going back into the office, because I think Mondays are going to be my day. So Achieving Halo might have to shift in days at some point, but still on Sundays for the time being. Uh, If you want to support the podcast, there's a number of ways to do so. First way is by just supporting us, uh, sharing us out uh, with your friends on social media, in person, leaving us a review on podcast services. If you want to support us monetarily, you can become a Twitch subscriber. You can also uh, be a Patreon, including... Or, and along with Confal, Pins, and Prestige, who are been who have been loyal patrons for almost well, I think Pins and Confal almost two years. Prestige is getting close, and we also have a direct donate option if you would like to do that instead via PayPal, potacular.com slash donate. And we rely on the community donations to do little fun things like we did with the Fiesta Frenzy tournament last year. And we also have, I still need to get that Halo Infinite console <laughs> giveaway going, but things like that too. So 
That's what support usually it's goes too late for. Now nobody plays it. I'm I'm debating on waiting till season two, <laughs> or maybe just waiting till campaign co-op is like, hey, here's a console now you can actually play some campaign co-op with. <laughs> just wait half a I year. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure most people would be pretty pumped to get a Series X. Yeah, even though it is an infinite one. Uh, all the different tech articles I've seen are saying that chip shortages are improving and everything should be coming back to in stock. I'm not sure how much I believe that, but. That's the news articles that I keep seeing come up in a bunch of my news feeds. So maybe it's true. Yeah, uh, the used GPU market is actually improving. That's good. They're only double the initial retail instead, instead of, of triple. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> no, I'm looking to pick up another GPU so I keep an eye on it. But I'm, you know, I'm not going to pay those inflated prices. Yeah. I'm not going to play a thousand dollars for a 2070. <laughs> well, I've seen like some of the two 2000 series are like almost on par price wise with some of the 3000 series. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's nuts. Anyways, one last little side note for me. Um, I somehow became affiliate on Twitch. So if you want to follow me on Twitch, you can do so and come over and join me on Sundays when I stream with, Radix Thunder doing some Among Us and D and D. I'll be doing some other games once I free up a little bit of time, which will probably be a little bit more closer towards summer. But yeah, I some somehow with all the D and D streaming I've done, I've I managed to hit affiliate on Twitch. Cool. So, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and then I know GTU stream Halo and sometimes Destiny on your channel too. Do you want to plug your yeah. channel? Some sometimes is like I haven't touched my channel in seven months. Anyway, but if you would like to follow me, you can find me at Godzilla T on Twitch. Um, I'm also Godzilla Todd on Twitter and Godzilla T on Xbox Live. Very nice. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we will maybe be back next week, depending on how things are with with news and and whatnot. The following week, in two weeks, uh, we will not have a podcast because that is my wedding anniversary, and I will not be here on that Thursday. Excuses, excuses. Yep. One I am happy to have. We'll let you know via social media if GT hops on and, and does some games with folks. If you are interested in that, let us know. Uh, we'll still just put out a little feeler on social media and in the Discord to see if people are interested in, in joining him on that Thursday if he is available. Maybe Haas can join him too, because since we actually haven't played, I think, Halo with him yet, because of the time difference. Yeah. Maybe. There's people on that left coast. Just can't deal with them. Yeah. So what's BioWolf's excuse? <laughs> oh. Good question. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Thanks for the folks that have come over and watched us on Twitch. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Pins. Another TTV viewer. <laughs> Which is always there. I appreciate I appreciate your dedication to our channel. Yep. Austin, we bring jumped in for a little bit as well. Thanks to you, Austin, for, for coming on over. We'll see you all either tomorrow or next week. Have a good night, everybody. Keep on fragging them trucks. <laughs>